Welcome to TLDR with Tony and Luke. I'm Luke. And I'm Tony. Join us as we discuss how many lights there are. Cryptic. Maybe. We'll can call back later on, yeah? yeah. Do you, if you say the callback, does it make it less of a callback? Probably. Uh, well, it stops your audience getting frustrated and not understanding what the hell you're talking about. True. True. It's not a very good teaser to keep people coming back for the rest of the episode, Tony. No. I don't think also talking about how you put together content usually makes for very good content either. It does. Excellent content. <laughs> I'm glad we're in agreement. <laughs> oh, mate, Tony, I've had not, I've had a very non gamery fortnight. I have not really felt like playing much. It's been a very down hmm. couple it's, of weeks. Well, the weather's not helping. That's a good point. That is a good point. Not to, very inspiring to segue weather. into like other things that people don't usually care about, I started taking more vitamin D because I figured I haven't been getting out in the sun uh, enough. So I thought maybe that might be the reason uh, why I've been feeling go. a bit low. Yeah. There you go, people. Check your vitamin yeah. D. It's really important. Yeah. Uh, so as a result, I played a little bit of Encased, um, but I got to... Um, Cecilia Downs? No, no Concord. No, no. we booked this up already, Tony, before the show. Carmine Heights. Carmine Heights. Carmine Heights. I, Carmine I Heights, was messing the, with you. The blue, oh, you were. Okay, I forgot. I wasn't <laughs> I completely... And we started saying other things. I'm like, oh, I got no hope remembering it now. It's, it's gone. Uh, I got to Carmine Heights and kind of looked at all the buildings. And I, although I know I don't have to go into them, I just felt the, the yeah, motivation just bleh, out of me. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to... Search all these bins. You know what else... Kind of rubbed me the wrong way with it before this, just before this. It was a real high and then a real low, right? I think one of the things I don't like about this game, and this is a, not a, this game, this is a, just in general, in general, with isometric games, is trying to navigate the map around and look at what's going on and yes. see where you need to go and whatnot. Um, and I find trying to orientate myself with these maps and then find the exit so I can click it and make my guys go there, yep. very tedious. Yeah. Well, I discovered that when you travel to a location, you can pick from the list on the left-hand side yeah, yeah. to go directly yeah, to, to it. to that location, yeah. Which, is, which I think you told me about. And no, I, no, I only discovered it 89% of the way through the game. Oh, okay, fair enough. So, yeah, yeah so. and I didn't think to tell you. I should have told you because right, that, yeah. that's so frustrating. It's very handy. It's a and great thinking, feature. Why are there all these things listed there? I wonder if I click on a different one, that's where I go. Bing. I think yes, it I is. Thought, I it thought, doesn't tell you. At no point does it tell you that. No. I thought when I clicked it, I would get like a highlight on yeah, the no, map you of where actually it is. Spawn in you just there. straight there. And I'm yeah. like, that's great. This is one of my pet peeves about it. But then as soon as you exit that building, you then have to go yeah, through the old yeah. way back out. And I'm like, oh, no you just exit. You yeah. put me up really high and then you flip me back Crash down me again. Down I'm again. like, because if you just like could right click on a door and say, transit area. Yeah. And then it would open up a different screen yeah. for you just to bounce out of a zone. Um, and if there's a if there's an event, maybe you could just like say transit unavailable or something yeah. to say like you got like to, if there's cockroaches maybe? between you and the exit, which frustrated know. the hell out of me. Some or when at I least, was trying to leave and there was a bunch of cockroaches yeah. attacking. At least with settlements. Yes, at least with settlements. Yeah. When you're out and about in the wilderness, so I can understand like you want to have like some dynamicism around it. But when yeah. I'm in Magellan Station, I don't want to throw it all up the elevator, go out through the thing, go up yeah. the elevator, yeah. walk all the way across the car park. Yeah. It's not enjoyable. Yeah, no, it's, it's really stupid. not. So yeah, I, so that was a great discovery, and then a whole pitfall, and then I went to yeah. Carmine Heights and, and my new car, which is very cool. Yeah. Went there really quickly. It was really quite good. Yes. And then um, I saw all the buildings and went, oh, that's enough for me. Yeah. At the moment. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I didn't really. Well, I haven't finished it again. No, not yet. I actually like, haven't you, got back to it. You've been crushing some achievements, though, I saw. You got like uh, the yeah, um, 1,500 combines in the prologue. I don't know how you got yeah. so much cash in Picking the beginning. Pockets. Oh, is that how Picking you get it? Pockets. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, pickpockets, nice, nice. They're nice, psychic. Nice. So I game the game. Yeah. So you go to the psychic guy mm. and you hack into his safe and you steal all the stuff out of his safe. And then he gets angry with you and he goes all hostile and you've got to wait an hour before he before he can oh, do anything again. Yep. But because mm. he's part of the quest line, yep. if you then progress the quest line to the point where you have to talk to him, his aggro immediately drops. Ah. And then he can pick his pockets. Ah. Saves Amazing. you a heap of time. Heap of time. Saves you a heap of time. Oh, clever, yeah. clever, clever. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Distraction. Mm. Trying to get through the back door, I could, well, wasn't fast enough. So the the gunsmith lady, she has a back door. Oh. But she catches you trying to sneak there if you're not fast enough. So oh, okay. That's And then I stopped playing after I did that. <laughs> but you got the 1500 combat. You got the achievement, though. Yeah, so I got the achievement. That's yeah. all that matters. <laughs> yeah, that's what matters. Yeah. Nice. Well, okay. So, if you haven't played in case, then what have you been? Well, playing? I finished Agents of Mayhem. Yes, which I was playing last episode. So that is it's a yeah, spin-off me. of Saints Row. Oh, so it's a three-man team. <laughs> it's a three-man team shooter with a Grand Theft Auto um, wanted escalation mechanism. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, yep. So it's a it's it's um, comedy. Uh, Two, uh, two uh, super secret agents versus super secret villains. So you're Mayhem and the bad guys are Legion and Legion's trying to do crazy things all over the world and yep. you're trying to stop them. Yep. Right. It's all set in Seoul, which is interesting. I don't know why it's all set in Seoul, but it, the whole game takes place in Seoul. Hmm. So the all the all the content that I bought for $4, all the expanded content, turns out it was just extra uniforms for your characters to wear <sighs> and three new characters to add to your team. It was actually, wasn't actually any... Well, each character came with two missions, but other than that, it was no extra game content. So that interesting. was interesting. Interesting. But having played through it, it's pretty good. It, it uh, automatically escalates and de-escalates a difficulty class. Based. So there's 15 difficulty levels and you get bonus money and bonus experience points for playing on the higher difficulty levels. Yeah. Very noticeably more difficult as you crank up the difficulty levels, but it it has a way of automatically escalating and de-escalating it for you, so you don't have to worry about it all the time. So oh. if you if you're winning yeah. too much and your guys are going up too many levels, it cranks up the difficulty. Yeah, and if you're dying too much, yeah, it cranks down the difficulty. So that's quite interesting. That's that it's nice. got that mechanic in it. But it's pretty much an open world. Anybody can come at you from any direction enemy yeah. kind of game. There's different enemies, like there's tank enemies, there's sniper enemies, there's melee enemies, there's ranged enemies, there's blow-up grenade enemies. And you've got, so with the three extra agents, I think you get 15 agents in total. But And every agent is different and every agent plays differently. Oh, wow. But, so they Fif- really could have leaned into this. They could have yeah. done really well. They could have had specific agents that are specifically good at yeah, some of the specific enemies. So they've kind of done that. Each agent can either um, – so the six special abilities that an agent can have, they can do extra damage against shields, extra damage against armor, extra damage against bosses, oh, extra damage against commander yeah. or higher-level enemies. Yeah. And that's really noticeable. When you've got one of those characters against one of those enemies, it's super noticeable. So like oh, – that's nice. You're shooting the armor and you're doing three points of damage with your normal guy. You swap to the – Andy, I'm going, he's doing 170 points of damage when he shoots his arm. Is this turn-based? No, no. No, it's all over. Yeah, yep. yeah, but you just, all the damage you just switch. things. Switch. 
Yeah, you got three agents. You can just so you can go between whichever one you want. Yeah. No, so, yeah. so they kind of got it, but it's so a couple of issues. You yeah. can't swap in. So you got fifteen agents, but you go out on the field with only three of those fifteen, and you can't change those three. Yeah. You can only change amongst those three. Yeah. So that can be a bit of a problem because the game encourages you to stay in the open world, not go back to your base all the time. Oh. So if you suddenly want to need to do a mission that needs an expert hacker and you don't have an expert hacker you can't just in your call squad, them in you can't just call them in. You've got to go all the way back up to your base and that resets everything. That seems a bit. Yeah, silly. and the missions never stop. So I tried to clear out the map, yep. but the missions get continuously spawned. Oh, yeah. You can right. never clear out the map. Oh, that's... Yeah. It's good for longevity. Yeah. But like I do... But, uh, when I'm doing a single-player RPG. I'm uh, Sorry. Not so F- bad, but FPS action. FPS, but like an open world sort of this sort of sandbox, particularly action, when yeah. you've got this whole dynamic of good and bad taking over the city kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. I really like it when I get to like and you put see a stamp on it. Yeah. Well, you, you can know? take over their legion bases. Yeah. So they've got five, four or five legion bases across the map, which are quite hard to take over. Yeah. Um, but if you do take over, I'm not sure what it does. It says you can see legion activity in the area. Yeah. I don't actually know what that means, but. I took that over a couple of times, and that feels quite good. When you take over all of their bases, yeah. things seem to quieten down a bit. I think that's maybe what happens. Yep. yep. But, but so anyway, take 15 agents mm. and playing through the whole game, there's one agent that just outshines every other agent by a factor of 10. Yeah, you're right. Daisy the Derby chick with a minigun. Oh, She's mini astounding. Gun. What a chance. She's amazing. She does so much damage. She's got 12,000 shields and... 8,000 hit points in comparison at level 40, that is, level yeah. 40. In comparison, the sniper character has 2,000 shields and 800 hit points. Oh. So there's my first problem. It's a sniper character. Yeah. Right? It's an open world enemies come at you from any angle Not game. Great. Yes, she can go in stealth. The sniper can go in stealth, but she can only go in stealth for about two seconds. Yeah. And in order to do a snipe shot, it takes about four seconds to draw a bow all the way back yeah. to let go. So... Some of the characters you never use because they're completely and utterly Not useless. Right for that. Yeah. So I, yeah. I really, I think that was a very missed opportunity. That so I basically played with, with three characters that were really good, really easy to use. Yeah. Um, Daisy had lots of shields, so she was. You, when you started getting in trouble, you could run away, and her shields would recharge. She had enough health left when she lost her shields that she didn't die straight yeah. away. Then there's another character. Who's got lots and lots of health? He's got twenty eight thousand health, but only about five thousand shield. Mm. So he's okay because he'll regenerate health when he's not your active agent. He will regenerate health in the background. Yeah, but yep. his weapon is a freeze gun, like oh, like Mister Cool. Yeah, which is really good. You freeze them, and it's got a continuous stream fire. But and when it frosts up, yeah, when it frosts up, you can't you can't keep shooting, and you've got to use a melee attack, or you've got to use your special effect attack to unfreeze your gun. Which in the chaos sometimes you, you sort of lose doesn't work. Track. You lose track, yeah. and so he gets but, a bit. So does the minigun like overheat or something? The minigun overheats. Yeah, right. But okay, when she overheats her gun, her special ability, she calls her gun and she uses her roller skates and she smacks people in the face with the hilt, oh. with, the, with the handle yep. of the minigun. Yeah. So even when she can't fire a minigun, she's de- devastating. She gets haste and she spins yeah. around. If, oh. And. Each character has abilities you can add that yeah. change up the way they play. So it, okay. they could have done a really good job of working out scenarios for each character and building characters for that scenario, but they don't seem to have done that. Yeah. So Daisy is just makes the, the game so much 
better to play when you play with Daisy. It's so much fun. Or when you're, if you want to play with the other agents, you just drop the difficulty down. You just play with the other agents for fun. Yep. Yep. Interesting. And the cars are quite good. The car racing is fun. I was yeah. originally trying not to crash into pedestrians and not to crash into enemy other cars <laughs> on the road. Yeah. But it's impossible to do. Yeah. So once I accepted that I was going to run over people and I was going to blow up other cars, yeah. the racing is amazing. Yeah. Like normally I'm really bad at the racing in these games. Yeah. But this one, to get to each checkpoint, they give you like a minute more time than you need to get to each checkpoint. So you can really have fun driving around and the cars all handle very differently. And Cool. Yeah. Well, so. Saints Row is supposed to be quite a good GTA kind of yeah. offshoot sort of thing anyway. So yeah. I'm not surprised that they've taken all that good stuff and just thrown a new mode yeah. on top of it effectively. It could have been a great game. Yeah. It's a real shame uh, you can't swatch out your characters. The other complaint go. that I've got is yeah. the second to last mission is this <laughs> chronic platform. It's a massive... So it's very three dimensional. The game's very three dimensional, and uh, it's incredibly <laughs> platformy. The last yeah. second, the last mission, yeah. And you got to go up six levels, and you've got to do about three transitions to get up each level. Yeah. So what's that? About twenty four successful jumps yeah, you're gonna make. Geez. You get up, and if yeah. you miss one, you go all the way back down, down to the bottom. And does everyone like control and like drunk Geralt? No, people they control very well. But the problem is, yeah, you're um, wanted meters going up every time you kill someone, so more enemies are spawning in. Uh, while you're trying so to make these, while jumps. you're trying to make these jumps, yeah, yeah and so you can kill them tedious. to yeah. make the jump easier. But then your wanted level goes it's up, up, which means more will spawn in next time. <sighs> so that was a bit tedious. The second to last mission was a bit tedious, but the sense of humor is good. Yeah, the characters are very talkative. They yep. talk a lot during the game. It's very cartoony. It's a lot of fun, mm. but just it it could have been really great if they nailed those characters. So the characters do feel very different when you play them, but they're yeah. definitely not all equal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is disappointing. Oh, and the achievements oh. are bugged. So oh no, I've got, I've got two achievements. Bin, thumbs down. But they haven't. They haven't unlocked. They did. Oh. They did ding because they're bugged. Which is rude. Yeah. Rude, Tony. And yeah, and the extra characters. I w- I I could understand if the extra characters were outstanding and they were so much better than the characters you start with. Yeah, but they're not. Yeah. I don't make it so like Daisy is one of the standard characters. Like yeah. if Daisy was an add-on character, I could totally understand why she's so awesome. Yeah. Because they want you to spend that extra four bucks to unlock her. But She's one of the standard ones. Yeah. Interesting. I wonder what the development history of that thing is, like whether it was like given to like a, a B studio to go and do something yeah, with kind maybe. of thing and it wasn't yeah. like the primary Saints Row people making it or something like that. Definitely a AAA something. game. Yeah. It handles really, really well. Yeah. The game, other than the achievements, not – Unlocking, it's not yeah. buggy at all. There's no. Well, that's what I'm. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. Like, if you just take the Saints Row game, it's probably got all the elements well, you spoke of in it, and you just revamp it. You know, yeah. and then like uh, lack of balance stuff like that feels like a very like an indie studio thing because it would take months to balance out. They put so the much thought into this into these characters, and like yeah, there's one character, the yeah. German football player, and so each character's got the, this cartoon story. So it's oh, like right. a Saturday morning cartoon. They put a lot. Someone put, put a lot, lot of work thought into it. Yeah, but they and didn't so think a lot a, about how it balances. There's out. a German football fan who was <laughs> yeah. at a football match when Legion attacked. Oh right, he got he got recruited. No, he got annoyed because Legion interrupted his football match. Oh. so then Mayhem recruits him because he went crazy on the field and got all the supporters to play on the field oh. and kill all the Legion troops. <laughs> but his his special ability is he can charge up a suicide vest. 
Okay. And then explode the suicide vest yeah. and do damage in a large area. Yeah. But as soon as he gets hit, yeah. he stops charging up the vest. Uh. As soon as he gets knocked or bumped, he stops charging up the vest. And the vest doesn't blow up if he gets knocked, but the the timer before he can use again goes gets off, mm. set off. And his ultimate ability, his character has an ultimate ability, mm. his ultimate ability will reduce every enemy in the area to about five hit points. Oh, Yeah, except... They can all still shoot at you with five hit points. Yeah, they can. So you use the ultimate abilities when you're in trouble. Yeah. Like when there's a great big boss there. Yeah. And so the one time I did try and use him, yeah. he did it on the boss and reduced the boss to five hit points. Yeah. But then the 13 other guys all behind him, also on five hit points, just killed him. Killed him anyway. Yeah, yeah kind of thing. It's it's a great idea. It's yeah. Just a little bit of poor execution not, on that. So if he became invulnerable while he did that stuff, that would be different. But instead he becomes vulnerable, which means he takes extra damage while he's charging up his... Explosive vest. It's, I'm calling it a suicide vest. It's actually a, it's a metallic collar thing he's got around his chest, <laughs> and it just like shoots like it does, but it doesn't hurt him apparently. It doesn't hurt him. No. Yeah. Well, it 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 you can as he levels up, yeah, and you can unlock it. You can get it that when it explodes, he absorbs thirty percent of the damage that he does in health back. So yeah. it actually it's magic okay. healing mist exploding. Vest. Yeah, everything kind of thing. They but didn't, he's yeah, he's yeah. a great example. Yeah, and he's very funny. He's got all these soccer puns the whole way through what the game. A great, like I like the idea of the character. Yes, you know, and like the the op- way it operates and things like that. It sounds like a, like you because and he's da- got Daisy five five hit points and just goes yeah. and just mows them yeah, all yeah, down. Yeah, she just mows them all down. So satisfying. Uh, but yeah, swapping characters it usually undoes long. or usually undoes whatever the previous. So there's a character that can drop a turret, and if you swap away, her turret disappears. If oh. you swap out her, her turret disappears. Oh, um, I don't like that at all. Yeah, there's a few things like that where you have to have the character. Oh, and the, the frozen character Yeti. Yeah, if you swap him out, the frozen guy's unfreeze. But so, the yeah. guy's still there. Do it just under I know, under yeah, control. It's, yeah, that, and it takes too long. It, it's about a three. It's about a three second transition when you're swapping characters. Oh, that's way too long. Yeah, that's really what a what a funny game. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's great yeah. fun, but it could have been amazing. Yeah, it's just it good. Just fell down a little and bit. a lot of the people reviews I read online said the same, same thing. thing. It's yeah, it's fun. It's it's just missed the mark. Oh. Yeah. And they also set it up for a sequel. Like they, it looked like they were going to do more stuff with more yep. cities, and yeah, they never did. Never did. Didn't yeah. quite get it. They just did those extra characters and the extra uniforms. So I was, yeah, mm. I was quite surprised that that's all the extra content was. Yeah, was, wasn't extra missions or anything. That's annoying. You know what? Just speaking of um, uh, cosmetics and things like mm-hmm. that, been playing a little bit more Deep Rock Galactic, and uh, in there there's a whole a whole shop of of. Cosmetics, uh, yeah, cosmetics like hairdos and outfits, and or you unlock other stuff from other areas and stuff like that. But there is a store where you get to like buy that stuff. Mm-hmm. They give you it's so lenient. They give you two currencies that you can buy it from. You can use okay. your gold, yep, um, which is apparently you should try to hoard because you use it for doing other upgrades later on. And you need a lot of it, okay. Yep. But you also get a dedicated currency. As okay, well. just for cosmetics. Just for cosmetics. That's yeah, all that's it's used good. for. And so what that means is at the very beginning when you first start playing, you don't really have a lot of this extra currency because you kind of got to like find a little bit yep. after every mission. So at the very start of the game, when you don't, gold is sort of like this thing I don't even know what, what it's, it's used for. for. Yep. You can buy a few unlocks, get your character looking somewhat sort of how you like it. Yep. And then as you get more of the currency, then you can go through and just unlock yep. everything out of it without like it affecting other parts of the game because that's it's dedicated yeah, that's what it's for. currency. Yeah. 
That was very nice, I thought. Yeah, I, don't think, I don't think there's any paid, like, real money cosmetics in the game at all, I don't think. Okay, that's good. I don't know what real money stuff... That, if it's got real money transactions well, in it... it shouldn't be monetizing I games anyway. Don't... Well, I mean, this you is... You should buy a game and you get all the games. This is true. This yeah. is very true. I was... Uh, side jag, um, was watching a tech podcast today and one of the guests on there was talking about gaming on a Mac... Hmm. Which I'm like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Why would well, you? Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's not like to say that that would be me facetious. But like, the first thing you yes, brought up was like, um, you know, Apple through the App Store yep. is a huge, you know, part of the gaming. Like eight billion dollars they made last year, and they said from gaming. And I'm like, that was not eight billion dollars from gaming. That was eight billion dollars in gambling you yeah. made last year. Yeah, it was not from gaming. Yeah, like yep. uh, Diablo Immortal, a hundred million dollars. Yeah. That's what they made. So far. Oh, my goodness. I mean. Uh, we already the, talked about Diablo Immortal, about it's pay to win. Yeah. Chronically like, pay you know, to it win. gets up to that point. $100 million. You, yeah. Oh, my God. Why would they do wow. anything else? Yeah, no, you wouldn't. Yeah. And well, it's why just. Why are people rewarding them and giving them their money? Because. Because uh, they're stupid. I, I don't understand. Well, I don't think. There's a whole, I think, I don't know. I don't know who these people are playing. I don't know who's got the money to spend on it. There's probably a lot of gamers playing it for free and not inviting it. But there's yeah. enough people who have that spare cash to spend. They just, or whether they have it to spare on it's another matter. Yeah. They get sucked into they the game. They just like beating people. And stuff like that, yeah. maybe. I don't know. It's like but being yeah. better than the people. And they're yeah. to make money to be better than other people. I'm just like, yeah. this is. Crazy. Terrible. That's crazy. And it's interesting on the Mac thing as well, talking about how oh the Mac the 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 MacBook uh, MacBook Pro yeah it's like the best gaming laptop you can get except it has no games on it you know <laughs> kind of thing and like yeah it's like oh there's three games you can play and like no one's ever going to take it seriously as a platform when you can only play three games on it like no. what even is yeah. well I can play mobile gotcha games yeah I'm sure there are like. A dozen great indie games that have been ported over, yep. you know, kind of thing. But so many of them, even them, have a whole bunch of extra stuff added onto them as well. Where I, where I try to find something decent to play on my phone, um, I'm like, Apple should buy game studios, and I'm like, it's not going to work. You can buy as many studios as you want, right? Because I've got 750 games in my library and nothing to play. Yeah. You're going to buy a dozen studios and put out a couple of games every year, and you're going to try to capture some yeah. sort of audience out of that, yeah. like. Ain't never gonna happen. Uh, it doesn't matter how good good your hardware is, you know. Yeah, yeah no it's gonna, gonna be happen. the good game, good content. Sorry, that was game. a bit of a bit of a rant, bit of a side jag. I was just, yeah. it was just, I was just like listening to the thing going. The this is just point. What a pointless exercise to even think about. Like, imagine launching a a, a new streaming service today with three shows on it. Yes, you know. Maybe no Apple. Maybe Apple can get away with Apple TV. You know, they have like a, a dozen, yeah. but they have a whole slew of back catalog stuff to to pad it out with. Yeah, it's not yeah. just their original. There's a lot of other stuff. So yeah. you need to port a lot of code over. It's already hard enough to port between PS, Xbox, and PC. Yeah, yeah. No one's yeah. ever going to put the Mac on there. Or the same with Linux as well. Like yeah. unless you're going to work with the Windows binaries, it's never going to happen. Yeah. But this again, that eight billion dollars in gaming last year. Slice yeah, of the it pie. Was probably it's like seven point nine 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 billion was gambling. <laughs> yeah, it was loot box. Crap. So we made we made ten thousand dollars from gaming. Just people just, bought ten thousand dollars worth of games and seven point nine billion worth of loot box things. They're right. And if Apple made that right, eight billion dollars. That in theory is only thirty percent of the total yeah. revenue from that stream in yeah, there, yeah. man. That 
that way. Oh, hey, Tony, did you know gambling very lucrative? Yeah, I did. <laughs> for the for the person that's the casino, yes, yeah, I did. True. I did know that. Yes, yeah. turns out Activision is now a casino, yes. not a game publisher anymore. Yes. Kind of thing. When the yeah. casino advertises that, you will win ninety five percent of your money back. That means that I'm getting five percent of everything yeah. you spend. Yeah. I'm guaranteed Man. to make 5% of whatever you spend. It's really interesting to me that in like the early 2000s uh, and before that, but like I think it was a big push in, in like the 2000s sort of thing about like, you know, gaming causing mass shootings oh, yeah, or yeah, whatever yeah. else, violence and all that kind of thing, same right? Same stuff that they always do. Where are the same people going on about the gaming causing gambling addiction? I'm not well, saying the same- there was that big- Look, there's- a there was a lot of hoo-ha over the what was it? Uh, was it Battlefront? 2? Yeah, Battlefront Two. Cop, they yeah, got a bit of, of that stuff. You know, Belgians put some laws in the book. The UK recently came out and said, "No, it's not yeah. a problem." Unsurprising for that government. Uh, I just there's not a lot of maybe there's too many other things going on in the world these days. Yeah. Like we're, to worry you know, about gambling, video, gambling video kind of thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm not like Australia doesn't have massive gambling problems. No. Anyway, yeah. it's just interesting. I don't know, but at least. For us, I think the other funny thing about the whole Mac thing, right, as well, is I don't know that many gamers, maybe it's a self-selection bias here, right? Probably. Who don't want to also have a really slick machine to go along with it. Yes. Like when you buy a Mac, you're buying an appliance. You yeah. don't get to build, you don't get to cut like... Yeah, no. They so you tell get, you what you've got. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. And I don't know that that intersection of like gamers and like that hardware thing is I know Mac users who are gamers what's that the- I know Mac users who are gamers yeah look but I'm they not are saying- not gamers who use a Mac yeah they are Mac users who game on their Mac yeah because that's it's what they've different. got kind yeah. of thing yeah yeah I'm like you do, you just, this whole segment of this show is just a waste of breath and time it I is. don't know why I might be it listening is. to no. it for but it was just part of what the show was on that day that's anyway segue to that yeah. that's funny uh, on to some sadder news uh, David Warner passed recently Legendary actor. Yes. Well, I guess, I don't know if legendary is right. He's probably- Prolific. Prolific, yes, definitely. Prolific actor. And in my mind, like after going back and seeing what he's done, so many- so He many was the bad roles. guy in Tron, the bad program in Tron. Bad program in Tron. He wasn't MCP. He was the- Ram, No, he wasn't Ram. Ram was Tron's friend. I can't think what his name was. Oh, God, it's been so long since I watched that. Yeah. 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 Uh, he was the, um, the lights- Call back to the start of the show. Lights in uh, Star Trek Next Generation. He was the Cardassian. Ah, three lights. Yes, he was. Mm-hmm. He played three different races in Star Trek too. He was a human yeah. in Star Trek Five, the movie. Yeah. He was a Klingon in Star Trek Six, the movie, yeah. and he was the Cardassian in that episode of Star Trek right. Next Generation. There must be so. Ma- I, th- I swear, the actor who does Quark, I think, was. Oh in, yeah, Armin um, Shimmerman. Was he's in, uh, all over the place. What was he in? Well, it was in the new one, um, Strange New Worlds, in one of the episodes of that. I'm sure it was, had like oh, all Brave the, New Worlds. He had like all okay. the face tattoos and stuff, and yeah. it was really hard to tell because obviously, you know, particularly with the Without Frankie the ears and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, but I, like, I know you. You have definitely been in Star Trek before because I know you as an yeah. alien and yeah. something else before, kind of thing. Yeah, there's a few of them around. But what I didn't know was that he was the voice of Iranicus in uh, Baldur's Gate Two. Yeah, there and you go. when I knew when I heard that. Uh, of course, in the threads, you know, people start posting yep. clips. Went back and started listening to it again, and I'm like, "Oh my god, the he was one of the reasons that really pulled me through that game. His delivery right, of those yeah, early yeah. lines as Iranicus yeah, yeah, really set the scene. Like, and 
and someone pointed out, like, the lines are pretty cheesy, yes. right? But he delivered them with, with such- Gravitas. Oh, my yeah. God. And, and that's what- And then thinking back to, like, you know, I'm like, I don't know how I was Baldur's Gate 2 came out, like, 12, maybe 14, something. Not really considerate of the media that I'm consuming yeah, or anything yeah, like yeah. that. I didn't realise just how impactful that role was in dragging me through that game. Yeah, and, like, it's really seeding a, a, a late, a, you know, um, a love of gaming kind of thing came yeah. through that performance that I didn't... And, like, I love voice acting. I love, like, knowing who the voice actors are. Yeah, and I never knew who yeah. he was because I never appreciated it until I watched that back. Yeah, well, I know that guy. He was, as I said, yeah. all these things and yeah, such yeah, great yeah. roles and all that stuff. And I had yeah. no idea he was such an influential part of my gaming history as well. So, very sad. R.I.P. David Warner. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Such a voice. Yeah. Such a voice. Oh my yeah, god. And his delivery is very good. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And I uh, guess you know so many. Just I don't know. Like, not everyone can bring in that kind of. Uh, energy to a role consistently uh, across the whole voice thing. How many people like voice yeah, actors? Yeah, Patrick do that Stewart. As, well? as far as I know, only did Lands of Law. That's only because Patrick Stewart, David Warner, kind of similar voice yeah. talent. Yep, yep. But and he was definitely he was King Richard in Lands of Law, yeah. which was a point and click. Yep, like Eye of the Beholder kind of game. Yeah, right. But I don't think he's oh he's done all the Star Trek games, of course, obviously. So. Gets into studio for those at least. Yeah. 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 You would think he'd be another voice. And this female shepherd. Jennifer Jeff, Hale. Jennifer Hale. She's done. Oh, she's prolific. Of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Heaps of stuff. Of heaps of stuff. She was really the first person that I went, oh, wow, I need to pay attention to voice yeah, actors yeah. more, who they are and what they've been in. And, and made me more and, interested. And, and the Australian lady from Farscape. Who oh, did, yeah, yeah. Um, Claudia Black. Claudia Black. She does yes. a lot of different voices too. Absolutely yeah, kind good. of thing. I just never really thought about – I guess I don't really – like Baldur's Gate was such a weird one because it did have so many voice lines yes. as well. Yeah. I sort of never really considered it kind of thing. And I think – well, I mean, Minsk and Boo stand ready and all yes. of Minsk's lines are so great from that. It's very quotable as yeah. well kind of thing. But I, I don't never really hear Aranicus quoted and I – Never really went back to, to you know, yeah. appreciate that kind of thing. But when he has that fight with the wizards outside when you first escape and he's like just so contemptuous of everyone around him there. I didn't know anything about Forgotten Realms at this point, yeah. right? Yeah. And the, the wizards with all the robes start coming in. You're like, this is serious. These yeah. guys are like all got all the same uniforms and they're all yeah, teleporting yeah. in together. This is yeah. some serious stuff I'm involved in here. And he's just like, yeah, boo, boo, dead, 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 you know? And then like, oh, well, fine. I'll go with you just because that'll be more expedient than <laughs> murdering a thousand of you at once kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. And oh. I got, I went down a YouTube rabbit hole. Uh, some, some. <laughs> Did you end up radicalized, Tony? girl has... <laughs> Taken the, all the Dragon Age, oh no, Inquisition dialogue, yeah, and she's she's got face props and stuff, and she's she's just miming to the dialogue, and just how good wow. some of Varric and Dorian's oh, conversations so are. Good, yeah. I just sat and watched it for like forty five minutes. Yeah, yeah, it was just, just so much fun. Yeah, it was just fun. Such great writing. Yeah, mm, I hope they can bring that back again. I want. Uh, I don't think we played anything that really has that. Bantering Great. sort of thing down as well as what Bioware has yeah, been Yeah, Bioware, the they're definitely the kings of the, of the inter-party banter. Banter. It always yeah. seems 
I don't know, good and pertinent and, yeah. kind and of clever thing. and witty. Clever. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. genuinely witty and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right, all right. So, I think that's all we got for this week. No. 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 You got more. Yeah, I've got more. Oh, what I've have got you got, Tony? Sector. What have you got? Battle Sector. You didn't tell me. I have it written down, Tony. How yeah. can I do this Warhammer. show if you don't tell me these things? Warhammer 40,000 Battle Sector. Right, what's this? So, uh, I got it with my Xbox Game Pass subscription for PC. Uh, so, that's pretty pretty sweet. I do like that. It's it's a turn-based Warhammer game. So, it's a little bit like Dawn of War. Okay. It looks a lot like Dawn of War. Yep. Um, but it's much more like the tabletop game in that you have points that you build, fill your army out with. Okay. Um. And you, as you progress through the campaign, you unlock more valuable units that you can put into your army. And it's a little bit like Dawn of War 2 in that you have hero units and the hero units get experience points and you can spend the experience points unlocking things that... that so each hero unit has one or two um, like assault troops or, or devastator troops that they... Uh, champions of oh, and yeah. as you unlock their abilities it actually unlocks weapons and abilities for those troops oh. yeah so the main character is an assault trooper and as you unlock you can unlock abilities for the assault troopers and new weapons for the assault troopers to equip awesome so it's quite good in that you don't have um, so filling out your army is never a problem because you've got an almost infinite supply of whatever units you want some units are locked behind requisition points yep but they're so expensive points-wise anyway that you only want to put one or two of them in your army. Yeah, right. Um, right. And it follows a lot of the rules of the tabletop, which is very good. The enemy units, so it's Space Marines versus Tyranids. The cheap Tyranid units are actually rubbish throwaway units. Yeah, right. A lot of these Warhammer games get that wrong in that the units that are supposed to be cheap and throwaway are still really challenging for your your units, Mm. but this isn't. The cheap throwaway ones are really cheap and throwaway. Yep. It's it's good. It's a very standard space marine story. You're playing the Blood Angels, so the Blood Angels are worried about the the Black Thirst and all of that sort of stuff. And the Tyranids have taken over one of their moons, and it's quite a standard story. Tactical play really is yep. advantageous because you've got cover and you've got um, line of fire angles. Oh. So if you shoot through a silo, half of your shots will hit the silo. Yep. It's actually got individual bullets. Oh. And if you shoot through... It's only happened a few times. If you shoot through an, another enemy, so say there's two enemies and you shoot the one behind it, yep. some of the bullets that miss the units behind it can actually hit the unit in front. Oh, I so it's like got that. Individual bullet yeah. trajectory stuff, which is really quite good. But there is so the one thing I don't like, which has yep. made me reload the game probably about three times, which mm. isn't too bad. Mm. So that the troops are pretty much throw away. You're not supposed to get attached to your troops. There's yep. nothing really keeping going, but they do get an accuracy bonus. Mm. So the guys that I've had from the start have got like plus fifteen percent to the accuracy, oh, plus fifteen percent okay, critical so chance. Good. And there are units that can insta kill your troops from full health to dead. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah. they're supposed to be throwaway and disposable, which is why they've got units like that. And if they hit one of your new units, you don't really care because yep. you just put a new one back in next mission. Yeah. Yep. But a couple of times they've killed one of my experienced units, mm. and I've gone, ah, I could keep going. I could just reload. <laughs> and yeah, it's it's yeah. good. It's fun. Huh? It does take a bit of time because there's usually so many Tyranid units. Well, I mean, you hope can so. fast forward the Tyranid turn. Yes, and you thank can, God. it's a button that you can click and click and turn it on and off. So you can fast forward until it gets to the 
things you're concerned about, and you can slow it down again, um, which I've done a few times. Yep. Just, you know, like the big uh, anti-artillery, if they hit and kill all your units, you want to know that you've lost your whole troop. Yeah. Going to mess up your battle plan. Yeah, yeah, But yeah, it's quite good. Sure. It's not just straightforward. There are, like, bottleneck areas where if you, if you strategically place the Tyrians will run through the bottleneck and you can just wipe them all See, out. And- the good thing about Tyrians as well, they're kind of like got no self-preservation kind of yes. thing. So it lets you up for really cool, like, you know, uh, Starship Trooper kind of-ish, you know, mowing down bugs yeah. kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, there's like comments that. like that. The troops say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> More needs to kill. Kill, yeah. yeah. And I like the idea that, like, you got a firing... Because as soon as you have firing and cover, then you can start doing funneling tactics yeah. and things like that. That's really good. Yeah. Can you shoot through any materials at all? Like, does it let you shoot through anything or is it... Uh, well, you can shoot... Anything that you can see through, you can shoot through. Yeah. So you can right. shoot through the um, portcullises. Yeah. But they do give them quarter cover, yeah. which makes them harder to hit, hit. through shooting through a portcullis. Mm-hmm. But yeah, solid walls and stuff, you can't shoot through solid walls. Okay. But if you're shooting on an angle, yep. so say there's a wall and mm. they're on the northeast quadrant and you're on the southwest quadrant and you're shooting across that corner, yeah. some of your shots will hit the wall as you're yep. trying to shoot around that Man, corner. That's cool. So yeah, it's quite clever. That's like good. It. So yeah, thumbs up for Battle Sector. It's good. Yeah, CIO, it um, plays out over the next... Fortnite. I'm um, halfway ten. through. That's, there's, yeah, I look okay. it up online. There's, it a good there's 20 missions and I'm 12 missions in. Right. And For a freebie as well. That's yeah, it's cool. amazing. That's a very good. Yeah, very good. Mm, yeah, yeah. I okay. mean, I guess not totally free. But well, yeah, because I've got to pay for Game Pass. But yeah, you do that anyway, aren't you? Yeah, I'm doing that I think anyway. that counts as free. Yeah. 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 And it's, yeah, AAA, new game, still $45 oh, on the Steam store. No wonder I haven't heard of it before. Yeah. I'm like, I... Yeah, new. Yeah, okay. Battle Sector, thumbs up. If you like Warhammer, it's... Other than Dawn of War 2, I loved Dawn of War 2, but I was frustrated that it was real time and I couldn't use my troops as well. This was, takes that away because it's turn-based, so you can use your troops brilliantly, yeah. but it doesn't have the attachment to your troops that Dawn of War 2 had where you really get attached to those captains. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I kind of think I prefer this method where it's just like if you stays alive, you do more rather than having to spend a lot of time- Yeah, investing in a troop. Well, yeah, yeah. Warhammer's not about- like, no, it's not. It's supposed to be throwaway. Fifteen point game, fifteen hundred point you know, game. The empire doesn't care. You go and oh, exactly. take the planet if yeah. it takes a million troops. And that's well, half the whole play, start right? of the campaign is you recovering the gene seed from all the dead blood angels. Oh, that's the whole first quarter yeah, of the game. Right. Is this yeah. blood angel died here? You got to go get his gene <laughs> seed. This blood yeah. angel died here. You got to go get his gene seed. Gee. So the Tyrians have just been slaughtering the blood angels. All wow. The yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yep. Yeah. Grim dark. Yes. For sure. In for the future, sure. there is only war. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, well, I got roped into playing Nomansky. See, there is more content. Yeah, there are, well, that's what I was going to just finish out with. <laughs> okay, it was just like more, so more Nomansky is stuff. actually No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky, yeah, yes. true, true, yes. true, true. Uh, but it's fun to say Nomansky. Yes, it is. Uh, yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. I'm not really keen, but like I got I got outvoted. So, so it's like it. a, it's a, a Wanderlust simulator. Or is it actually a game? No, there, there's a game there from what I understand. And like they've added a lot of stuff. So even people who are in the crew have played it before yeah. are familiar with all the things that are now in it kind of thing. Um, and yeah, I believe, what did, what did Josh describe it as? A cross between Astroneer and... Uh, damn, I forgot what the other one was. Another survival-ish kind okay. of... yeah. Game sort of thing, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm not convinced. 
Your face says you're not convinced. I'm not. I don't know. I, the problem is I don't really know why I'm not convinced. I have no. I have no skin in the game. I never, yep. never pre-ordered it. I never had anything to do with it at all. Kind of. So I don't know why I'm not like. A, but we'll we'll see. I'll report back next, next week and see whether it gets like if it's as good as Astroneer. That's, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Right? I'm keen. Like that. That that's fine. I think it's just the um. It's the unlimited procedural worlds thing that just sort of feels like it's. Yeah, how can you generate a story behind something that's completely well, I random? I don't think there's any. Well, I don't know. Apparently, we're going to do an expedition first. Okay. Which is the new thing that they have okay. in the game. So we're going to try that first. I don't know whether that has some story and a different yeah. to just what the the main game was kind yeah. of thing. Um, and apparently, too, you can have now some sort of freighter that you can build a base on and share it among other okay. people. As long as you'll play the same type of game, the galaxy or universe, whatever it is, is shared amongst everyone. Okay. There's yeah. no private servers or anything like that. Yeah. You just find a corner of the galaxy and yeah. you just start doing Building your thing there, there kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, you can fast forward all this. Oh, Elite Dangerous. Elite Dangerous and Astronaut. Oh, okay. Just remember because you can fly between the different yeah. planets and uh, apparently there's like a fast forward button to sort of like yeah. shoot you across yeah. it and whatnot. So I'm still not convinced. Yeah. It'll we'll be, see. I mean, I mean we should, we're playing with other people, so it's shenanigans. So like it'll be, yes. it'll be fine in yeah, that respect. But yeah. whether or not. It, it, the game, it, whether it's the game that's fun or the shenanigans that's fun. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I really don't need another game that will cause me to mainline it. I don't need that right now. No. So if it's just middling, I'm probably going to be happy with that because yeah. I won't want to keep you can put it away. It. Yeah. yeah, kind of thing, yeah. which I suspect it will be regardless. Yeah. I, I just want to hate it. I don't know yeah, why. You I want to want, hate I, it. Yeah, I yes. do. I just <laughs> want it to be bad and I have no reason for it. It's completely unfair. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out next week. Until then, Tony, thank you. Thank you, Luke. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favourite podcast on the internet.